Hey friend, it's Marissa and welcome to the Camera Brave Show, the podcast where entrepreneurs uncover the power of storytelling. I teach entrepreneurs just like you how to take video and build their confidence on camera. In this show, I give you my best tips for framing your mindset, crafting your camera presence, and connecting deeper through video. I'm so excited to watch you grow. Let's dive right in. Hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Camera Brave Show. My name is Marissa, your camera confidence coach, teaching you how to take stunning videos and feel confident on camera. This is episode number 53, and today I'm going to dive into a story that I have not yet shared on the Camera Brave page, which is my role as a producer on a short film set. So I shared a lot of my story with you guys in episode 44. However, this role for producing is honestly a story of its own. And I, it was left out of that episode because I figured I would just dedicate an entire episode to sharing this with you guys. Why? Because I want to brag about it. Absolutely not. There are actually, first of all, I think people find it very interesting to hear about film and short film and producing and production. It's always something that this audience is enjoying hearing about. So I do want to share it with you guys as a storyteller, but the real reasoning behind making it its own podcast episode and not just going live and talking about it is because there are several areas of producing that relate to entrepreneurship. And there are several assets that I learned as a producer that carry over into my business. And I do think this is going to relate to a lot of other entrepreneurs and how you run your business. So we're going to dive into that whole story of me being a producer. But first, I do want to read a review from H. Hurd of the Camera Brave Show. She says this epi- or this podcast is very informative. Marissa has taught me so many tips and tricks while listening. I would recommend this podcast a million times over. Short, sweet, so impactful, and I am so appreciative of that review, H. Heard. Thank you. I'm so glad that I've taught you tips and tricks, and I'm glad that you are loving and recommending the podcast. Writing reviews and sharing the episodes are truly one of the most impactful ways that you can help to grow the Camera Brave Show. So anytime someone does so, I like to take the moment to thank them because I am truly, deeply appreciative of you. I am so grateful for this community and to everyone listening. So I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me on this journey. Entrepreneurship has been an interesting, long, rather difficult, yet such rewarding path for me. So thank you again for being here with me. And I don't mean to get all sentimental on you guys. Let's get back to business here. So talking about my journey as a producer. Okay. So here's what had happened. I went to school at University of South Florida and got my degree in mass communications with a focus in studio production. So that meant that things like commercial sets and studio production and even filmmaking were very much inside of the scope and the sphere of what I was doing and my network. You build a really great network when you're inside of mass communications, it's one of the most important things is to know people. So I had these things that were relatively more common in my sphere of networking versus if I was like an accountant, you know, they're probably less likely to be involved in something like a short film. So first of all, there was a lot of proximity to creatives, to projects, to storytellers. And that's what I love, what I loved then, what I love now, what I continue to love and share is storytelling. So 
that put me in proximity with a lot of creatives. Now, one of my professors at USF, uh, years after graduation, went on to write a short film. And as he was building his cast with other professionals in the area, he reached out to me to ask if I would be his producer for this film. Now, um, my initial response was, okay, I've never done this before. What makes you think that I would be a good producer? And what became very clear to me is the role of a producer and what they do on set. They do three main things. And these are things that absolutely relate to business. I don't care what industry you're in. These things matter. That is the role of being a leader. That is the role of being a communicator and the ability to be organized. Those three traits make for a producer and they make for a great entrepreneur. Now, do you have to be all of those things to be an entrepreneur? No, but they are the fundamental concepts of the makings of a producer and they all relate to business in many, many ways. So that is what led to me taking my first role as a producer. Had no idea what I was getting into. Honestly, I just took a leap of faith. And just like in business, it takes a leap of faith. It takes you being willing to not know everything and to not necessarily be the best blank, whether that's a producer, an entrepreneur, um, fill in the blank. But knowing that you can be the best version of yourself. So that is where I started. And that is what I continue to do over and over again inside of my business. Uh, like I was recently presented with the opportunity to speak on the stage at a seven-figure CEO conference. And it was my first time professionally taking the stage. So I was willing to not have to be the best speaker on a stage because I knew I could just be the best Marissa that I could be. And eventually that could lead to me being a rock star speaker, but you have to be willing to not be the best at everything. I am really okay with that. I'm okay with doing meh work. I started my podcast being an okay speaker, an okay podcast host. And now I feel like, I feel like I'm in a groove and I love podcasting and I, I love what I've built here. I love bringing people on and I love the full community of the camera brave show. So being willing to not be great at something is the first step in honestly any new adventure in business. And it was the first step in me being a producer as well. So we started there. And if you're wondering, wanting to hear a little bit more about my story, I share a lot of it in episode 44 regarding other aspects of storytelling that I did and other projects that I essentially produced. But this was where I put the full like producer hat on my head. Like I was the producer. So this was a new experience for me regarding that new uncharted territory. So here we go. We're starting this new adventure. What does it take? It takes so much stinking paperwork. <laughs> the role of being a producer on a film, you are communicating with everyone you want to. And I spoke, I like interviewed several filmmaking producers before I filled in this role because preparation is the key to feeling confident. So I asked producers that I knew on larger sets, what is your job? And the best advice that I got was your job is to make the job of the director easier. Your job is to alleviate things from him or her 
so that they don't have to think about things. You are their right hand. You are taking things off of their plate and you are saying, I've got this. And it requires like a really trusting relationship back and forth to know that once something has been taken over, that it's going to be handled in the most efficient way possible. So essentially that was the role that I stepped into as a producer was alleviating some of the tasks from the director. Looking for a deeper way to connect with your audience? One way I stepped into sharing my message was through creating a podcast. When I started this show, I had zero experience with podcast hosting. So one thing that really helped me get started was how easy it was to host my podcast through Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout makes it easy to manage your podcast and puts all the analytics right at your fingertips. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So you're able to reach your audience wherever they're listening. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to get started with Buzzsprout today. And Make sure to use this link because you'll receive a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, which could literally go towards purchasing a microphone to record your show. Take the first step in creating your podcast by clicking the link below. One of the challenging roles as a producer because I was a, I produced this short film before I began being an entrepreneur. The first film I produced for was 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before 2020, before it all happened. So back when 2020 was just the start of another decade, super exciting, right? And then it turned into, anyway, I stepped into the role of being a producer before I was an entrepreneur. So one thing that I struggled with was being a leader and being in a leadership position because I am, and I know somebody listening can relate to this. I am the do it myself person. I am the, I have a system for every single thing and I do it all myself. I'm the do it all girl, right? Or I was anyway, I was really big on taking care of everything myself because I'm a type a person. I operate at a very high level. I'm very task oriented. So delegation is not something that comes naturally. I'm just more of a, you know what? Let me do it myself here. I'm going to just go on and do it myself, get it done. Great. It's done versus taking the time to say, okay, this is what needs to be done. This is the process and the system for it please let me know if you have any questions. So being a leader was a huge challenge for me, but that is the role of a producer on a film set. A couple of quotes that really like stuck out to me as I was on this production journey was uh, producers don't run was one of them. I was like, why don't, why don't producers run? Producers don't run because if you're panicking when you're in a leadership position, how is that going to trickle down to everyone else on set? The first set, we had like 15 people. The second set, the second film I produced, we had like 60 people. So when you are the name that people are going to, when they have questions, you are the person that is in charge of everything. Why? Because you are the buffer for the director. And you want people to go to you because the director is working through 5,000 different creative and amazing things. So you need to be the first line of defense for issues, for conflict, for communication, and for questions. If you panic, that is not going to set the standard of communication and of moving forward and figuring it outedness that goes on inside of a set. Like you get used to figuring things out when you're on a film set. When you're on any set, honestly, we have like this term called a rig. 
where if you can't get something to like work nice and pretty, you rig it and you figure it out. Like you get really good at that. That's why creatives make for such amazing storytellers because they're great at pivoting and figuring things out. So you have to keep calm as a leader. And again, this could not relate more to some of the experiences that I've now had as an entrepreneur. I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2021. So I was a producer before an entrepreneur, and it taught me a lot about leadership, about what a strong leader needs to do. I am a type A, so I do react strongly to things. And it taught me that you really have to take a beat, take a moment, not necessarily internalize, but you can't show the chaos. You have to be able to calmly relay information to people. So that is a very, very, very valuable asset in a producer and an entrepreneur. Let's move on to the next one, which is communication. Communicating with every little detail. One time I attended a seminar and they were like, what is your superpower? And I could not come up with one. I really didn't know. I guess I guess I could have said speaking, but at the time I was still newer to speaking. So I wasn't super confident in it, but I came up with my superpower is communication. I'm a rock star communicator. I am an over communicator. It goes with overthinking and that makes for a great producer. And that also makes for a great entrepreneur. Being able to communicate clearly your message with your audience, being able to communicate with your clients, being able to have clarity, be task oriented and get through coaching and programs and courses and groups that makes for an excellent entrepreneur. Every once a month, I host a Q&A inside of the Camera Brave Club, which is my private coaching group. And communication is a huge part of that, making sure that everyone knows what time we're meeting, where the link is, and anyone who can attend, making sure that their questions are attended to, making sure that everyone has their opportunity to speak, to have their questions heard and resolved, and then making sure that this same call is uploaded so that way everyone who could not make it to the call can receive the call. So communication, it's a huge asset for both communicating with the cast and the crew, where to be, what time to be there, what to wear. I mean, there are so many moving components in a film set and in a business. And last but not least is organization. This has been one asset that I've kind of newly introduced to my business as far as organizing a production day. If you are less familiar with the idea of production, or maybe you've never been on a commercial or film set, maybe that's just a super like foreign um, kind of exciting idea to you. Here's the thing. Film set and shooting days are long days. It doesn't matter what set you're on. When you are shooting, you are planning to be there for a minimum of eight hours. An average shoot day is really more like 10 to 12 hours because you have so much preparation to get everything you need in one location, all of your talent, all of your crew, all of your equipment, your location, every single thing, all of these components into one space. So you need to maximize everyone's efforts and coordination. So these are long days. That does not mean that they necessarily have to be grueling. You've got to take care of yourself. There's definitely uh, one of the things that I am known for on set is kind of being the set mom and asking and making sure that everyone's eating, everyone's drinking water, everyone's got sunscreen, because especially with crew, it's very 
common and easy to kind of neglect your body for the sake of the story and not pay attention to what how you're feeling because you're in this go, go, go mode, because you know that there's a mission and you are a part of it and you're so caught up in it. It's really easy to ignore your body. So those are what set days look like. That's just how it is. It doesn't matter. Ask anyone, ask anyone that, you know, that's been on set. That's how it goes, whether it's commercial and like high budget, or if it's like a, you know, little indie film set, set days are long days. So one asset that I've been relating to my business lately has been creating production days for myself. Now they're not grueling 10 to 12 hour days, but the idea of a production day, and this may be a great idea for those of you who batch create or who want to get a little bit better at batch creating. The idea of a production day is, (laughs) I talk about this so much, you're probably so sick of hearing it, but the fact is it's all in the preparation. By the time you reach a production day, all of your production books have been created. All of your content has been outlined. Everything has been communicated. And by the time you are there, the wardrobe's been picked out. Everything's been dusted off, finalized, and ready to rock so that when you start that production day, you hit the ground running. You're having food delivered so that way you're fueling yourself. You have every single thing that you need. You have a schedule. You've got times. You've got a plan. You don't just go into the production and be like, okay, I know we're going to get some content going. What is it again? When you step into a production day, everything has been outlined for you so that way you can go, go, go and create. I've recently started doing this for my business by creating production days for my business, meaning my content has been outlined. It's been thoroughly prepared and my equipment is set up. My outfits are picked out. Everything is ready to go. So that way, the day of production, I can be so present and just focus on talking to you guys. I can be completely here in the moment and allow myself to alleviate the pressure of having to create content every single week, but not feel like I'm depriving my audience of high quality content and not sacrificing quality or quantity because I want to have both. I want my page to have both quality and quantity. Production days where you are hyper-focused on just creating content for one day, for one half day, for three hours, for five hours, whatever you can spare. That's going to allow you to really lock into that content creator zone of genius, create a ton of batch content, and then allow yourself to still have high quality content without having to create it every single week. Organization is a huge part of that and being prepared, having it all together. That is one thing that is going to be a necessity for you to be able to batch create in that sort of like running a production day for your business and what that should look like. A huge part of that is going to be organizing everything. So that is my experience as a film producer and how it relates to running a business, things like leadership, delegating, understanding that there's only one of you and you have to be able to create systems that are duplicatable and sustainable so that way other people can do work. That way you can focus in your particular zone of genius. Then we have communicating and communicating calmly and understanding that when you're in a position of leadership and when it comes to communication, you have to be able to remove yourself from any panic that may set in any chaos. And just like in a business, you guys, anything that goes wrong, 
You have to be able to deal with it because if you are running around like a chicken with your head chopped off, what does that say about the rest of your organization, the rest of your film set, whichever you're running here, whether it's a production or a business, you've got to be able to communicate with that calmness and that clarity at the forefront of everything that you do. And last but not least, staying organized. And let's just lump in at the end here, taking care of yourself for these long days. So even if you're not running like a production or a set day in your business, there are those days where you may be at your desk for like 10 hours and you are just working yourself to the bone. Remembering to take care of yourself, remembering that your body needs fuel, it needs rest, needs water, and that it needs some love and grace also. There's that magic little formula because it's not just one thing. It's not just the hard work. It's being able to recover and take care of yourself and recoup after that hard work. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode talking and sharing my experience on a film set, which I have not really talked about yet on camera brave. I would love to know if you enjoyed this episode, would you share it on Instagram? Would you send me a DM if you loved it? I am newer to sharing my story on this platform, but as a storyteller, I do think that it is important and we'll see in the numbers how you guys liked it. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. As always, you can find me over at Camera Brave on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you next time on the Camera Brave Show. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Camera Brave Show. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to get notifications of new episodes every single week. I love bringing you practical confidence and mindset tips. If you love them too, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to leave us a review because it helps us grow the platform to bring you even more powerful stories. Plus, it makes me do a literal happy dance. I so appreciate you spending your time with me, friend. I'll see you next week.